Desta, how we doing? Welcome to podcast number 15. I'm actually recording this over Christmas, so um, I hope you're all having a good Christmas. I'm always reluctant to say, are you having a happy Christmas? Because I know how tough it can be for some people, especially those that have lost a loved one in the last 12 months. And um, it can be a difficult time. And also, if you lose someone over the Christmas period, that um, can be very difficult and you remember it every year. And um, it's something we as a family did go through quite a few years ago now. My nan, Marion, which was father's stepmother, um, she was uh, originally a Solomon from Bobman. So um, there might be still a few around that remember her and her family. And she died suddenly on Christmas Eve one year. And that was quite a shock. Um, Didn't expect it at all. Back then, funerals were arranged a lot quicker than they are these days. And we actually had her burial at St Brioch on New Year's Eve, just a week later. So, um, But it was a, a difficult time, you know, being there on Christmas Day, seeing the presents for her and everything. Um, so yeah, we we do feel for any of you that that loses a loved one over this time. Um, it's a very difficult time of the year. I must admit, as far as the podcasts go, I'm just overwhelmed with all the response. Um, I never thought it would become as popular as it has. I haven't got a clue how many of you have actually streamed it, but for those that have downloaded it, I had a message the other day. We've had over seven thousand downloads. Um, which is crazy, really. And I know I, if I put adverts in and everything, I could make money out of it, but I'm not really interested in that. I'm just doing it just to share me memories, really, and um, see how, how far I can get before I run out of material. So I thought this week I'd do something a little bit different, see how it goes. If it works out, it may be a, an avenue to go down in the future. And... Um, it it takes me back to when we lived in Glen Road and Father quite often would pop down the road to see our neighbour, Bill Bragg. And Bill and Father, they was very good friends. And Father used to come back. He said, I used to love our conversations because Bill's knowledge of um, Wadebridge and the area was fantastic. And um, I know that when Bill sadly passed away, Father always regretted that he never took a tape recorder down just to tape the conversations because he said now that Bill was gone, all of that knowledge has gone with him and he always regretted um, not recording it. So I thought, well, perhaps I'll do something a a little bit similar. So what I'm going to do today is um, do something like that. I'm going to do it with Mother. In hindsight, you wish you'd done things before and um, I wish I'd recorded father really and also there's there's so many characters that I've known growing up that um, I too could have recorded. Some are still with us today but um, perhaps their memories aren't quite as good now as they was so um, anyway I thought I'd crack on have a go with mother. She's now 87 still fighting fit so um the conversation could bounce around anywhere, though, because um, my editing skills, they ain't that good at the minute. So I think we'll just go with the flow. It could be a complete disaster, but here goes.
So here I am up in Bridgeview with Mother. And first of all, I think, Jeannie, I'll ask you about um, where your family come from. Mainly it's the north of area. Mother came from Bethel. And father came from Stevens area, I think. So your mother was a locket. She was a locket, and she married Ernest Rickard. Lovely. And your father's side, they say, do you say St. Stephen's? Um, well, they lived in Bethel area as well. They lived they? Bethel as well, didn't they? And then he got a sister, had a sister down Hale. Oh, right. So spread around a bit. Uh, yeah. His sister lived down Hale. I think he was married to some manager of a tin mine down that area. My father had a brother, Uncle Will, that lived at Bethel. Um, sister was head down Hale. And then the lockets, you say, they... And the lockets originated from that area anyway. I had my grandparents had a small old in Bethel. That was around where the chapel is? Jack, yeah, from the chapel. Yeah. Jack Lockett, he was called. Yeah. Uh, and Graham was called Edith. Ah, right. Um, and then they had Mother, which was the eldest. Right. Then was Auntie Sybil, yeah. Uncle Leonard, and Uncle Melville. Lovely. And they all lived in that area at one time. And then Uncle Leonard had a small old thing near um, Bugle, on the Bugle Road. What, near Lock and Gate? Yeah, to a civil farm, it was oh, called. Yeah. And Uncle Melville, I think he used to drive a coal lorry, a heavy transport lorry at one time. And they moved down Laddock Way? Yeah, and they moved to got a little place down Laddock, where his son also lives. Yeah, um, Morley. And Morley lives there as well, in the small Alden. And they had their heavy horses? Oh, yes, they used to go in the carnival every year, showing they had all the... They dressed up with these um, decorated but, horses. Yeah. They had many prizes for that. Brilliant. Um, I didn't like horses very much, so I kicked Ned with horses. <laughs> <laughs> Did a scatty out or no? Yes, I'd be carried. I was, my brother and I was down, through, down by a river, and he threw a stone in the river, and there was two horses in the area, and they frightened the horses, and I went and run them, and one of the horses came, knocked me over, kicked me in the head, and jumped over me. Oh, yeah. And then my brother said, oh, we'll, we'll go and fetch father. I said, don't leave me here. And I didn't know any more then. And so, well, how long after, the doctor was in the room. Oh, and how they got me in. Um, so that's what I count from not having much brains. <laughs> yeah, I have several head injuries, really. Mother was left a widow at 26 with three children. Monty, Joyce and Doreen. Doreen was eight months old. He was a butcher and he died of appendicitis and he was buried on a boxing day. So we lived with Mother who never enjoyed Christmas. She was left with three little children under four and a half. And then um, after 11 years, she married my father. And then she had you and Uncle Ken. And she had me on the 8th of April, 1935, and my brother Ken on the 9th of September, 1936. 
And where was you born to? And I was born at Vibbon Farm, Sydney Yeah. And it was a new farm, it was a farm cottage, and it was a new one. I was the first to be born there. And the nurse back in those days, they had no cars. How they got older, I don't know. But she used to cycle. And I was the first child to be born in that house on April the 8th, 1935. Because we went out to Vibbon last year, I think, to us to look for it, and it's been scat down yeah, now, I think, hasn't it? I out, I've outlived that building. You have. Then um, what? So... What did your father was a farm labourer? Yeah, and he used you used to move around a lot. Yeah, well, dear old father, we found it after he had he was in coming up to having Parkinson's, ah. and he would have a yeah, everything didn't go his way. He'd have a get a temper and walk out. Well, then we were out of the house because we lived in the Thai cottage. So dear old mother was spending her life cleaning other people's houses. That we went in, and then as soon as she got it looking nice, father would come in, had a row again, but we realised after that he had this Parkinson's. Parkinson's, yeah. So, um, and he didn't, he didn't work. He was in early 50s, I think, when he had to give up work. So can you remember then all the places you lived? No. <laughs> Too many to remember. <laughs> Try and reel off a few. Oh, poor Tess, where the bee place is. Where the old family live, yeah. Yeah, we lived there. And that time, my eldest brother, Monty, was in the army. Right. And I think it was when Joyce, I think she lived in on a farm, we used to help you work in what they called themselves then. And Doreen, I don't know what she was doing then, but that Doreen was 12 years older than me. Yeah. And... Um, so, I was spoiled. Yeah. Um, you live St. Kewway? Oh, yeah. Well, first of all, we, went to St. we lived at St. Maven. Right. Oh, St. Kew first. Well, no, that's right. And we went to St. Kew in a place called Peppermint Cottage. Yeah, which is still there, and it's got a witch on the wall yeah, outside. That's, that's me left behind. I say, was that after you? Yeah. Um. And Peppermint. And then you went to St. Maven then, did you? Or? Yeah, well... Yeah, I left Peppermint. I think I left school when we was at Peppermint, and I went to work at the Egg Depot. Because didn't you live at Benbow? Yeah, St- Benbow Cottage. You lived there for a while. And then you said that you were St Maben, but didn't you say then you moved St Q, but you walked to school? Where- well, yeah, we was, I was at St Maben School, which I, I enjoyed. I never liked school, but I did like St Maben. And we moved to St. Q, and I think I had about a year left. So we used to walk from St. Q to St. Maven to school every day. Ah, right. Um, but a lovely little school at St. Maven. I got the late school, and it's too late. Yeah. Um, what next? Well, Newland East, do you say you lived? Oh, yeah, we lived there. That was when my nephew Michael was born at Cargill, Newland East. Yeah. Father worked on a farm there. And St. Merrin? Yeah, we lived at the cottage of St. Merrin, which was near the, well, there was a armour air force place just up the road, army about, no, just prisoner of wars. Oh, right. And there was one that dear old chap, mother took pity on him. He used to come in to see us, one of the prisoners of wars, which he wasn't supposed to do, really. You could get in trouble for this, mind. 
<laughs> and he used to bring in lovely big slab cakes for us and all from their canteen. Yeah, right. But Mother felt really sorry, but she said, I got a boy of my own that's in the forces. And, um, yeah, he used to come in there quite a bit. I don't know where we went from St. Maron. Where was you to at St. Maron? The cottage, as it was called. Because did Monty work at Carnevis? Yes, he worked at, yeah. And he lived at Carnevis. Yeah. Um, they were called Rogers. That's right, Mr. and Mrs. Rogers, yeah. yeah. And she married Mr. Brewer, and the Brewers are still there now. Oh, yeah, they are, I think, yeah. yeah. And they had a daughter called Pat that I used to play with. Yeah. And their boy, Roger, was in my year at school. You ended up out Outlands? Yeah, it must have gone. To, yeah, that was... It was a lovely place where you were there, but it was so isolated. It was about a, nearly a mile up the railway line towards Wentford. Yeah, so if you leave the Burr Arms, does turn, the, the house is still there the, now. Yeah, you go down the bottom and turn right and go a lane. And? And the railway went by there. They went for the... For the, the clay work? Yeah, they used to got past her gate. Right. We had, we, we had no road right up to the house. We had a park. Well, I didn't. We didn't have a car, but anybody that came had to park up the lane and walk up the railway line to our place. And dear old mother used to go bombing shopping, and she would come home, get to Dunmere, and very often we see the train stopping outside, mother jumping out. Well, I never. They used to bring her up with her shopping as they went to Wentford. And there was just a little tiny track next to the railway line, was yeah, there? Yeah, just like a little path. And all our shop, or grocery stuff was left at Mrs. Cowell's at Dunmere. And I used to pick it up in the evenings and bring it home from, when I went home from work. And one night, I was added on my handlebars, milk and everything. I ate a sleeper. All the lot I did all the bike. Oh, hang and, but it was it was a lovely place to live, but we had no drinking water indoors. We had to cross the railway line, go down a path, all open well, which you won't be allowed down now. And then for mother doing her washing and different things, we had a stream at the bottom of the garden. Ah, right. And, but we had a, the house really was one big house, but it was made into two. Yeah. Um, um, and I remember talking to Tara once, because Tara used to, go out drinking a bit with Uncle Ken. Yes. And he said that after they'd had a few beers at night time, they'd ride their motorbikes up by the side of the oh, line. And he said the next morning when we come in the daylight, he said, well, you wouldn't have done it. He said it was so narrow. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was just like a little path. No, it was just a bank. There was no heads or anything there. No. And it was a lovely place to live once you got there, but it was very, very lonely. I didn't go out much in those days because, well, you couldn't get anywhere. No. We also lived at Nancy Gollum for a while. Yeah. And where else did I say? Tregaddock, you oh, said, yeah, didn't you? Oh, at Maven. Ah, yeah. And we used to walk. We had from Tregaddock to St. Maven to school. Yeah. And then we moved to Peppermint Cottage, yeah, we've, which was near. Have we done that? We've done that, yeah. No, that's good. So where did he go to work first when you left school then? Oh, well, my sister lived over in Austell. Is that Joyce? Yeah, Sister Joyce. And there was somebody who wanted somebody to help with the, in their home. And I went there for a while to live with Joyce, but I got home sick and wanted to go home. 
Right. So I didn't win there very long. And then I worked at Fiarrick Manor for a while. Right. But I found that that was, it was long, lonely road, and I didn't like it there at all. So I wasn't there very long. Right. And after that, I think the next place was Cornish Egg Producers. It, was that before St. Lawrence's? Yeah. Um, or no? Yeah, I was at St. Lawrence's when I was married, wasn't I? Ah, uh, right. I don't know. Um, so locally, it was known as Egg Depot. Cornish Egg Producers. Yeah, known as Egg. And how long did you work there? Eight years. Right. And that was a load of um, staff working there. It was quite a big concern, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was. But, yeah, the biggest around in those days. And there was a certain young man there called Ronald John Bray. All right. Nice chap. <laughs> I didn't like him to start with. <laughs> but it was the best thing that ever happened to me. Oh, dear. dear me. So what was your job there then? At the egg depot? Oh, packing eggs. All oh, right. They Did... would come, they go with the machine, get weighed, and then after you were promoted, I went to, they used to call them candler, testing eggs. All oh, right. And we boxed them up, 30 dozen in a box. Right. Um, then they go off on a Toneville lorry all over the place, but I worked there for eight years. And that was in Glen Road? Yeah. It, yeah, that's right. Where was you living to then, then? Because um, you weren't married then? No, Dunmere. I used to catch the train in. All oh, right. I used to catch, usually be a train at Dunmere then. Yeah. And I used to put on that one every day. Um, and then you went to St. Lawrence's after that, you say, to work? Yeah, I went to St. Lawrence's. But where did I meet Ron? It was at Egg Depot. He was at Egg Depot, wasn't he? Yeah, I met the man of my life. So how long was he at St. Lawrence's then? Oh, about four years, I think. I worked in the kitchen there. I hated every hour I was in the place. Oh, who did he work with? Oh, my goodness, I forget. I met well, one of my friends, Mavis. She was in the office at the Egg Depot. Um, Mavis Pryor, was she called yeah, back then? Yeah, she, uh, she lived at Nan Stalham. Yeah. And her mother was my second mother. Yeah. They was wonderful people, and I'm still friends with Mavis now. And she married Roy? And he's my god, are they my godparents? Yeah, she yeah. married Roy Julian from Roach. Oh, yeah. And I was best bridesmaid at their wedding. And they at my hours, and Roy was the best man. Yeah. So then you got married when and, you was... And then we got, we got married in 1962. Yeah. In Bodmin. And at that time, my Ron's auntie... Had number one Glen Road. That was Lil. Aunt Lil. So Lil was married to Sam Rillstone. Yep. And he was the manager of the Egg Depot at the time. Yeah, they're just down the road from number one Glen Road. Yeah. And Lil was Arge. That was her yeah, maiden name. She was Arge from. Was up from. Well, they live up Belongway now. Belongway, yeah. But Jimmy looked in the family tree, and before that, they was her like Egg Lasale and that. Yeah, I it? think they were. Yeah. Yeah. So, father wasn't only child, though, was he? He had a little brother? After many years, he had a little brother, John. John Bray, yeah. But he died at four and a half with leukaemia. The following year, Ron's mother died. And she was Violet? And she was Violet Hodge. Yeah. And Ron's father lived in Market Street in Bobman. 
And they both buried up Bobman Cemetery and I'm yes, in front I of think each they other. Are. Yep. Yeah. But Ron added R, do you remember? Yeah, he certainly did. He because was he away doing his national service? Yeah, yeah he went, went yeah, for two years. But then that's the time I didn't like him. Huh. Was that when John died or his mum died? Because when he away when one of them died? I... Yes, he was the only one compassionate. His mother, I think that might have been. Yeah. But his mother died quite young, really. She did, didn't she? Yeah. So how long was you and father married then? Oh, 58 or 59 years. Married yeah. in 62. And yeah. he died last year. 2021, we? yeah. And two wonderful children. Yes, we did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And now you've got a few more generations. Got a few grandchildren and... Great-grandchildren. Two great-grandchildren, isn't they? Jesse yep. and Ollie. Yep. Yeah. The years go on by, don't they? Yeah, too fast. Well, I think we'll leave it there for today, Mother, because then we'll have more stuff to talk about in future podcasts, hopefully, if... Um, if I'm still here. If you're still here and if people liked all the stuff you've been talking about. Oh, I think they will. <laughs> I'm sure they will. So... Um, and i got lots of lovely friends. Proper job. So say goodbye to everybody for now. Goodbye, everybody. (laughs) Right on. So there we go. I hope you enjoyed that. A little bit of mother talking about her past and some of her family. And coincidentally, one of my cousins, well, second cousin, Julia, she was a Scantlebury from Bobman. She actually got in touch this week um, with a bit more information about our family tree on mother's side. And I got to concentrate here because the the information she gave me was fantastic, really. Edith Mary Wolfe, and that was W-O-O-L-F, was my great-gran, and she married John Locker. And my great-great-granddad was Francis Wolfe, and he married Grace Eddy, and that was, she was from Lelant. So um, I know Mother said that... Um, on her side, a lot of her family come from down west. And I can remember once she took me to one side and um, she said, David, I've got some news I ought to tell you. And that is that not all of our family actually come from Cornwall. So I was bracing myself, thinking, oh, crumbs, is she going to mention Devon here or somewhere else? But she said, um, some of my family, and I'm sure she said that was on the wolf side, actually come from the Isles of Scilly. Well, I was quite happy with that. I didn't mind that at all. Now, I think the most disturbing thing for me, out of the fact that we connected and related to the Eddies from down west, is that I might actually now be related to Andrew Eddie, which is uh, quite a frightening thought. I did speak to Andrew because I know that his family was from down west and they actually come from San Creed, he said. So that's only about 10 miles away from Lelant. So um, I don't know, it is a bit worrying. But um, Andrew said that um, his branch of that, he's actually emigrated up here to North Cornwall at about the 1900s. And I think it took them two days and they come up by Orson Cart. So there we are. But um, if Andrew is related to me, well, at least now that does explain his good looks anyway. So I think that's it for this week. I hope you all have a good week and um, I'll speak again soon. Wish you well. Do Guinness.